Welcome to Healthy and Happy, a program sponsored by the East Jamaica Conference of Seventh-day Adventists and aired right here on NCUFM, your education and wellness station. It's 91.1, 91.3 and of course 91.5 only on your FM dial. Now this week we have so much in store for you, so we invite you to stay tuned. I'm your host, that is Jonas Murphy. Thank you so very much for staying with us right here on Healthy and Happy. It's your program of information, inspiration, and of course, education. And in studio with me is the dynamic, should I say, couple duo. We have Errol and Paula Holmes, and we also have Erica and Neil Martin. They're all from the Couples in Action Fellowship from the Andrews Memorial SDA Church. And today we're going to be discussing the building blocks for healthy relationships, uh, ladies, Gentlemen, good evening. Welcome to Healthy and Happy. Good evening. (laughs) All right. So um, I know that our listeners, their ears are perked because they are waiting to hear what the Holmes and the Martins have to tell us about building our relationships, making them healthier and happier. But let's start with what happened today when they were to arrive in studio. So, um, (laughs) Neil, (laughs) do you want to start off uh, by telling us what happened, sir? It's all about communication. <laughs> yeah, it's all about communication. Well, before we came, my wife sent me a message on WhatsApp telling me I should communicate with her, tell her when I'm leaving uh-huh. work to come to the studio. So I did that, reached to the studio. I'm here waiting. No wife. No wife. She calls me, <laughs> asks me, where am I? I said, I'm at the studio. And I thought you were going to come and pick me up and we we'll both go together. <laughs> I guess I was supposed to communicate telepathically and understand that, okay, I was supposed to meet her. So pretty much, Erica, you expected that Neil would have come home to pick you up, to take you to the studio, but you didn't really tell him to come and pick you up, right? No, I expected him to come to the house to come and pick me up so that we can go to the studio together as a nice couple. Ah, interesting. So I thought that he would have understood understood mentally, like without words. Yes. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I I chose to start this way simply because um, it's one of the common uh, challenges, want of a better word, that we experience in relationships. Errol Holmes, Paula Holmes, um, Erica, Neil, Martin, how important is this tool called communication in a marriage? You want to go there? You want me to start? You start. Ooh, they're communicating. (laughs) I like. (laughs) So... I've loved Paula now for 32 years. We've been mm-hmm. married for 25, uh, 26 next February. Mm-hmm. And I have learned in this short space of time that men were not made to understand <laughs> private mental decisions that a woman makes without discussing them. We can't oh, read okay. minds. I got you. Uh, I'm, but, I'm taking notes, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, you're young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm young at this thing. Uh, but women expect us to be able to read their minds because it's just romantically wonderful. Mm-hmm. There are times when God gives us that insight. But really, communication is about knowing, understanding, but mm-hmm. also communicating. Right. And today is a fabulous example. Mm-hmm. I know that Erica and Neil love each other. Mm-hmm. But just like Paul and me, romance took over. Right. You should know that you should yes. come pick me up. Um, I didn't come pick you up because I need to leave work to get here and you live closer, so let's just meet here. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you want to drive in one car together. It's all it's of those the things unity. Are, but they're not said. Right, so right. So this whole business about communication is critical. You have to understand your mate. You have mm-hmm. to be able to speak your mind. Um, 
you must share mm-hmm. because sharing brings understanding. Yeah, uh, Errol made an important point, Paula. Uh, well, men and women really don't communicate the same way. You know, a man uh, needs to hear exactly what his partner, in this case, you, Paula, <laughs> you have to say to him. How important is this thing called communication? One, for you, two, to a relationship, and three, do women really communicate differently from men? All right, let's start with the last one. Do mm-hmm. we communicate differently from men? I think we do. I think as women, I'm a little older than Erica, so I'll probably let Erica piggyback on this. Mm-hmm. But when I was growing up, you weren't taught to be direct, to say what you want, talk about your needs, be mm-hmm. you know, be direct about them. Right. So you grow up saying, well, if you see a certain thing, then you should know. Right. And, and you just fit in. So I think... Maybe for women who are a little older, mm-hmm. and I would, I'm putting myself in that bracket, mm-hmm. that's something that we really have to learn and grow into. How important is communication to a marriage? Absolutely, absolutely crucial. It can lead to so many arguments, and I'm referring to them as blackout days in your marriage because when you don't communicate, you get angry. You can harbor anger. Mm-hmm. And if you're somebody like me, you go silent. Right. And that's not good. And the third question was? Um, I don't remember. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just being let's, let's put it this way. Let's uh, remember, Adisa, yes. to the radio audience, that mm-hmm. what you have here is two imperfect persons coming together. Uh-huh. And because you're imperfect... You can't get perfection from imperfection. Yeah. So what God has done is to bring these two imperfect persons and say, if you look at me and if you work with me, mm-hmm. I can bring out something in both of you that is beautiful mm. that only I can do if both of you work Allow with me. me. Mm-hmm. And so that is why marriage has to be based on the spiritual principles that God mm. has put down. On any other foundation, it will crash. Yes. But it is wonderful. Oh, but way. you said it will crash. But there are persons who are not necessarily Christians and their marriages have lasted the test of time um, how would you argue a case like that whatever anybody experiences in oneness mm-hmm. outside of Jesus even if it is good mm-hmm. with Jesus it would be infinitely better mm. so yes there can be individuals who do not know the Lord and mm-hmm. don't necessarily espouse a Christian faith mm-hmm. who have a strong degree of understanding a have a wonderful mm-hmm. ethical behavior um, are very uh, open uh, and therefore use their learning to mm-hmm. facilitate unity in that marriage mm-hmm. that can work and I'm sure that that exists. But once that thing is flavored in Jesus mm. Christ, the sweetness is out of this world. Point taken. All right. So, Erica, Paula mentioned she wasn't taught to be direct. And, you know, there are some things that will affect us. Things like our worldviews or cultural backgrounds or traditions, family traditions. Those things shape how we look at life and they affect our relationships or marital relationships. So how has that affected your relationship or enhanced it? Okay, so Paula grew up in a culture where she couldn't speak as much as she wanted to, Mm -hmm. or she was told that she should not be direct. Mm -hmm. But for me, I grew up in a culture where (laughs) I was told to be myself and to Mm -hmm. be outspoken. I'm a poet, so I'm a person with lots of words, Mm -hmm. and I love the spoken word. So I communicate a lot, Mm -hmm. right? So this situation where I thought my husband was going to come and pick me up, Mm -hmm. it was just, you know, miscommunication Mm -hmm. because I could have clearly stated to him that, 
you know, I really wanted both of us to come mm-hmm. and, you know, come together in a car mm-hmm. as a couple. But I just didn't say it. Would you say miscommunication or lack of communication? Mm-hmm. Probably a lot thereof. Lack of communication. Mm-hmm. And communication is very important. It's mm-hmm. extremely important for creating great bonds mm-hmm. and for sustaining relationships. Because if you don't talk to your spouse, if you don't communicate with your spouse mm-hmm. often enough, then it will be very dry. It will be very dull. Mm-hmm. The relationship will eventually die. Mm-hmm. And you don't want that. Yeah. It's just as important as when you're communicating with the creator. You right. have to communicate with the creator to have a personal relationship with him. If you don't do that, mm-hmm. then you have no relationship with God. Yeah. And that is extremely important because we believe that communicating with God and sharing our thoughts and our views with the aspect of Christian principles mm-hmm. that it's needed in our communication mm-hmm. in the home. You know, Neil, as Erica started speaking, I remember the study I read somewhere. I can't remember exactly what the article is called right now. But in the study, it pointed to women having much more words than men. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think it pointed to about 20,000 words. You know, the average yeah. woman mm-hmm. has 20,000 words that she uses each day. I think I've probably gone 800 by now. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and the average man has about 10,000 words that he uses each day. Yeah. How does Neil deal with Apollo when she come home from work? Neil is tired. And, and Erica? Oh, uh, Jesus, did I say Apollo? I'm sorry, I'm getting the names mixed up. How does Neil deal with an Erica when she comes home from work and she has to tell you all that she accomplished today? And, and you, Neil, you are, you're, you're done because you use up your 10,000 words at your workplace. Personally, for me, generally, by nature, um, not much of a talk. I'm much quieter than So you than probably the use person, less than so the 10,000 words? Probably <laughs> use less than 10,000. You understand your spouse as well. Each person has their different communication styles. Mm-hmm. And I have to understand she has to get off what she has to get off of her chest. Mm-hmm. And you have to listen. How long it took you to learn that? It's still not 100%. <laughs> it's still, it's still and there are okay. times... Mm-hmm. Where focus is really necessary. She'll be speaking. You can't watch football. You can't watch football. You can't drop asleep. Yeah, but there are moments, so she has to like ask me, what I just said a while ago. She okay, is. she has to be on cue and okay, all right. She said this a while ago. But depends on how long it is that you're speaking. Mm-hmm. You can kind of zone out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Whoa, remember, <laughs> no, it, it you still have a wife after this, yeah? <laughs> you have no, to go home to her after this. I've been real. A lot of people yeah, well, are going fine. to tell you these things, that's but fine. it happens. Mm-hmm. And, but it's kind mm-hmm. of interesting, though, because listen to what Neil and Erica have just said. I mean, going back to what Erica has said, she didn't say come and pick me up, but it was an expectation. Mm -hmm. So a lot of communication has also to do with expectations. Many expectations are not said. Mm. So many times God has to give you wisdom to understand your spouse. Look at Neil now saying, you know, I really don't even have the 10,000 words. Uh, But life is really a matter of understanding each other's Mm -hmm. love language. Mm -hmm. Um, The love languages help you to know how to better understand your spouse. Mm -hmm. And I think what happens with us, Adis, is that we... Having said I do, we now need to realize that for the rest of our lives, we are going to mm-hmm. learn our spouse's love language, mm-hmm. speak it, and live it. Wow. And it's at the lifelong. same as a lifelong thing. You never graduate from it's that school. And at the same time, yeah. not only hoping, 
but expressing your own love language mm-hmm. and having a discussion as to how your spouse is going to meet your needs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's about two people coming together as one. Well. Right. You know, Paula, you and I met um, probably in 2012, there about, or 2011, in Miami. It's it's weird. We met overseas. <laughs> but, of course, it didn't take me long to pick up your Ghanese accent. <laughs> no, Errol is in Jamaica. He's Jamaican fully, and you're Ghanese. How, how she, you guys... she came here to find me. Okay, that, so that, that's how their story. So really let goes. Paula tell the true story now, because <laughs> there's Errol's you, version, yes. <laughs> and then there is there's Paula's version. So how did you guys meet? Um, well, I don't think we could cover that on this program. So let me give you to in a couple sentences. I, I had a friend. I was in college. Mm. I had a project. Uh, that had something to do with industrial relations. And my friend was also a good friend of Errol's, Mm -hmm. who Errol at the time was working at the Ministry of Labor and Social Security. So my friend said to me, I know the perfect person who can (laughs) give you the information you need. Notice the perfect person. For your project. She didn't didn't say comma. For your project. (laughs) So the friend set it up, Uh, and I found my way down on... Uh, the the Ministry of Labor yes. near to the Gleaner North Street, uh-huh. North, North Street. Street. somewhere down there. Wonderful Street. Shout yes. out to all the North Street. <laughs> North Street. Yes, uh-huh. and I found myself in his little office, mm-hmm. and I. You know, after the formal introductions mm. and him start check and, out. No, no, no. We we did. I was very focused. I came <laughs> to do my project, and I got all my information for my project, uh-huh. and then we just talked for hours after that. Nothing happened. I just noted in my head that he was a good conversationalist. Okay. And I enjoyed like talking that. with you him. Like the talking. That was how we met. Uh, and so he's still a talker. Still a talker. Well, um, is, is and, that and true? And she still enjoys it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so, Neil, how did you meet Erica? Well, I met Erica at a business meeting where some network marketing meeting. A friend mm. of mine actually invited her. Peer was, friends in this thing. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you have to thank them. Yeah, quite, <laughs> quite slow. When I met her, though, she was focused, like Paula, mm. about mm. getting much help to get done. So I came up to her. Hello, my name is Neil. She just turned and looked at me, oh, hello, and continued what wow. she was doing. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay. Um, so hold on. You, you spotted her because you liked her. You, you There was something obviously yes, different uh, about her. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, cute. I mean, the right package seems very uh-huh. focused. Focused. Very focused. So I asked my friend where where mm-hmm. she from, where he knows her from. So he told me, and so we met up again after, and we did another introduction, mm-hmm. and we started talking from there. It's not as romantic as everybody would expect but mm-hmm. it appeared at time but here's a question though um when did you recognize that this person neil this guy who came up to you just saying hi out of the blue erica was the one you wanted to spend the rest of your life with what was the lightning bolt moment <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> okay the relationship went by in stages so we met in 2006 we started dating in 2007 then we started courting in 2008. Mm-hmm. And then in 2009, this mm. guy, he's God-fearing. Mm-hmm. He has, he's from a good background mm. because I like stability. I, I like persons. I like to be close to persons 
who are God-fearing. That is extremely important to me. Mm -hmm. So I saw that in him. He was an introvert. He wasn't as outgoing. But what caught me was that when I would invite him or lure him into mm -hmm. doing adventurous things, mm. he would... Lure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it, I saw it, I saw it. <laughs> he, he wouldn't resist. So I like that. So I said, okay. In yeah, yeah, yeah. And so in 2009, mm -hmm. he proposed to me and wow. I accepted. Mm -hmm. I've been good. All right. Mm -hmm. so, and these notice yes. the progression. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We met 2006. Mm -hmm. We went out we 2007. Mm -hmm. We got Four serious theater. 2008. Mm -hmm. He asked me 2009. Mm -hmm. And we got married 2010. And you got married 2010. <laughs> Today's instantaneous world mm -hmm. doesn't speak that language. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't wait anymore. Yeah. We get into things that we ought not to get into and then mm -hmm. we wake up and say, what's your name? Mm -hmm. We don't do the things the way God expects, mm -hmm. the way God describes, and the so way take he a nose prescribes. And mm -hmm. so when you don't, you cannot be blessed that way. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always work, but that is God's prescription. Mm -hmm. So the first order of business is, if you want God's blessing, you have to do it God's way. Do it God's Any way. Any way you take it. And that involves just listening to him, waiting on him and allowing him to um, to lead your path. Uh, well, if you are just tuning in, you are listening to a very special edition of Healthy and Happy. It's all about relationships this evening. Oh my. So, you know, if, uh, if you want to find out how to build your relationships, then this is, of course, the program for you. We're having a conversation with the Holmes. Yes, uh, Errol and Paula and the Martins, Neil and Erica. And we are we're talking about, you know, a little bit about their, their history, how they met uh, communication, that very critical tool to build relationships. But, you know, a lot of us have expectations heading into marriage. We expect that we'll ride off into the sunset and live happily ever after. Who? It doesn't quite happen like that sometimes. But though. it can. Okay. I am riding off into the sunset now. No, at 30 years later, oh, 25 yes. years later. Oh, or, yes. Did you ride off? Year one. No. Year two. Oh, no. So there's a progression. Oh, then. yeah. Notice it says riding off into the sunset. Okay. Good. You don't ride off same time. Mm -hmm. So you have to get on this horse. First. You have to decide on the horse first. You have to <laughs> look at the horse. First, you have okay. to find the horse. Find a horse. <laughs> He's not have... saying, Paula, that you're a horse. I just wanted to clarify that. I'm, I'm that. secure enough. Okay, good. Good job. Good the job. riding good job. is the fun yeah. part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. But yes, it's a progression. Mm -hmm. so, so yes, after 32 years of love and 25 years of marriage, I don't know that I've seen it all. Mm -hmm. I, I used to think that I knew every way that Paula ticked. Mm -hmm. Until she talked. Mm. And then you realize, but life really can't be boring with this woman mm -hmm. because... You're always when discovering. You oh, yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes it can become a little frustrating mm -hmm. when you think you've got means, it And up. by that, he means plenty. <laughs> <laughs> but, but please understand that uh -huh. it's not just an error-learning Paula thing. Mm -hmm. It's a Paula-learning error thing. Mm -hmm. I think I'm a good man, mm -hmm. but I'm sure there are many, many shortcomings. Mm -hmm. I have failed her many times. She mm -hmm. has stood beside me over the years. I would never, ever choose differently if I were mm -hmm. to choose again. Mm -hmm. I would probably want to be a better person. I'd probably learn to cook quicker, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and some of those other things that she likes now. But I wouldn't exchange no change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I've told her that if she leaves me, I'm going with her. <laughs> <laughs> And if she <laughs> seeks to divorce me, I'm going to get custody of her. Um, 
this is a marriage forever. Yeah, for and keeps. I tried to make it not a jail sentence. I mm-hmm. tried to make it something that she enjoys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, I like that approach. Um, Erica, if you had the choice, or Neil, if you had the choice to do it all over again. By the way, how long are you still married? Uh, 10 years this year will be Already? my 10th anniversary. Whoa. Look at them. Look at them. They look almost <laughs> wow. as young as us. Just <laughs> like that. Yeah. Would you guys do it all over again? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Wow. You know, this provides some hope, especially for those uh, youngsters who are listening in. So we, we've established that there are expectations going into marriage. What were some of the expectations that you had, Neil? I think unlike a lot of people, mm-hmm. I kind of had an example. My parents, they're, they're together over 40 years. Mm-hmm. I kind of knew what to expect where certain things are concerned. I never had this fairy tale view mm. that marriage going to be all mm-hmm. peaches and cream. Mm-hmm. I was there for the arguments mm-hmm. and all of those things. I knew what to expect so, to let, a certain extent. Let, let me get practical. So you wanted a wife who could cook, wash, and clean. Yeah, and I saw all of that before. <laughs> <laughs> before she, um, and she still does those yes. things. A lot mm-hmm. of people look at her and wonder. Erica really does that, mm-hmm, but she mm-hmm. does take care of the kids. Mm. She's a very dedicated mother. Mm-hmm. Wow, wonderful. Paula, well. Paula, what about you? Um, what What were some of your expectations heading into marriage? What did you want your husband to be? And were they met? I, I think the things that I liked about him when I met him, mm-hmm. I expected them to continue. Mm. And I would say in only one, two ways, Mm -hmm. I haven't seen them continue. And one is when I met him, he used to cook. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now he says he (laughs) has forgotten how to cook. She Uh cooks so well. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something real. No, 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 no. Be quiet. It's my time. (laughs) (laughs) Three years ago, everybody who is listening, Mm -hmm. he says, my birthday is coming up. Mm-hmm. And he likes to celebrate. He's big on right. celebrations. Ooh. What would you like to have for your birthday? Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't want anything bought, nothing in a box, no bows, mm. no ribbons. I want you to cook me a meal. Wow. That's all I want, a meal. And mm. when I say a meal, I mean with pot and knife and yeah, real no pa- food. Macaroni. Okay. No, right. I don't want breakfast in bed for him. <laughs> is fruits and nuts and juice. And he says, you know, I want you to be healthy, wonderful. I don't want fruits and nuts and juice. The menu. (laughs) Right? I want food, boil up and oven up and things. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So it's been um, three years now. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, You're still I'm still it. waiting on that meal. He's so, going to blow so, you away. So look, so look I'm still waiting so on the meal. <laughs> so look what I did. Since I can't okay. compete with her in the kitchen, uh-huh. I went and did the next best thing. What which is, is that? Listen to this. Her mother and her sister. Oh. Nobody <laughs> on God's earth cooks uh-huh. like them. Yes. When I brought them to Jamaica, the whole Kencott, believe me, came mm-hmm. to my house for that the, the two weeks. Mm-hmm. They, they, they are gifted. Mm-hmm. So it's her birthday. As far as she's concerned, <laughs> her sister is in Guyana. Uh-huh. So I called her sister two months before. Mm-hmm. I planned it to mm-hmm. a T. I 
pick up her sister from mm -hmm. the airport, bought her ticket, everything, yeah. picked her up from the airport. Paula is at home. Uh, doesn't know anything about doesn't it. Doesn't know a thing. Mm -hmm. I go to the airport, pick her up, and we arrange to take her, her first time to Jamaica, so it was mm -hmm. a wonderful thing, take her to Gloria's downtown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tell my wife to meet me for lunch. Mm -hmm. My wife is wondering, why are you meeting me for lunch at this time? Just come, honey. And she meets me for lunch. And so we're sitting at the table, already going on to the place. I arranged it with the, with the waiter, arranged it with Gloria's and everything. So while she's sitting down there and we're having this chat, her sister walks up behind her. Marky, where's her sister? In, In Ghana. Ghana, right. Mm -hmm. Her sister walks up behind her and touches her on her shoulder. And she looks around and she sees her sister. It was, oh, you should see the video of it. Mm. <laughs> her sister's the best cook. So she came and she cooked for two weeks. Mm -hmm. And all of the food was done. Uh, there's may one I, thing missing. There's one thing. You said, Paula. You said. Because as I said, I'm hearing myself. It was a surprise out of this world. However. I, I and it, was, it was wonderful. Wow. But... But, but, but. You want your man cook for your man? Good. So, I still so. want him to cook a meal yeah. for me. A real meal. It's, it's, it's going to happen. <laughs> this, this, this is a big year for me. So, okay. 2020 <laughs> vision. 2020. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That, that is absolutely amazing. You know, um, but with these expectations in marriages, we also encounter changes that come. Mm. Was that a difficult thing for you, you guys, um, Erica and Neil, adjusting to the changes that came with marriage and unmet expectations mm. and learning how to <clears throat> maneuver them? Okay, so it's it wasn't very easy because I'm a neat freak. Mm -hmm. I'm very neat. You and mean clean. like neater than monk? Yes. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just want the place to be clean and tidy, and I just want things in place. Mm -hmm. But Neil is not as in place. No, as you are. Mm -hmm. he he will walk over stuff, mm -hmm. and things will be out of place, and he will just leave it. And that used and to, to the kitchen though, and and that <laughs> will you know just irk you. Yeah, but then I started working with it, and I said, okay, this is how he is, and so on. So I just find different mechanisms mm -hmm. to work around that. So like how though? Because I'm trying to. I mean, I'm trying to put myself in your shoe. If I like the place to be clean and tidy and uh, Neil will probably walk over 10 pairs of socks in the living room and not necessarily turn around to pick them up, how do I let go of what I want and how I feel to adjust to how he is? Like, doesn't it take adjusting on both ends or understanding yeah. compromise? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it that one person should be doing it all the time? No, I, I believe in teamwork. So mm. I always say that we need to work together as a team because that's how we'll make it work. Mm -hmm. Teamwork makes the dream work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Indeed, we are right here on Healthy and Happy. It's your education and wellness station, NCUFM, 91.1, 91.3, and of course, 91.5. We are talking about the building blocks for healthy relationships. We're just listening to the experiences of both Paula and Errol Holmes and, of course, Neil and Erica Martin. So because we have run out of time for this week, we are going to be bringing you part 
two, you can't afford to miss what part two has to offer. We're going to be looking at, of course, the tenets of a healthy relationship. So things like communication, we touched on it briefly earlier. Intimacy, respect, willingness to grow together, play, trust, friendship, you, the spiritual aspect. You can't afford to miss what will come on next week's episode. So we thank you so much for joining us this week uh, on behalf of our hard working production team and of course our communication team right here in studio we say thanks i'm Adis jonas murphy until next week same time same place god's richest blessings if home is really where the heart is then home must be a place we all can share For even with our differences Our hearts are much the same For where love is We come together